Previously on Roll Gay Roleplay. Then we're going to make the way to Unnamed Stadium for Broviver series. What's on the craft services table? A lot of pasta. You got your Alfredo, you got your pesto. Nothing like a nice cream pasta before hitting the rest of the match. <laughs> you know. Do, does anyone have like test for poison or something? Can we see if it seems a little sus? Uh, detect poison and disease. I can cast that. And there's no poison anywhere. All the food seems like it's edible. The only disease you're picking up is that Ron Wiener has IBS. So I'm really nervous. Do you guys have any advice for a new wrestler? Italian Saddle will put his plate down and look at you and say, What I would recommend is you stop using such cheap oil on your body. Here's the oil you really need. It's called durian oil. And he sprays it on his hand, and it is the worst smelling oil you've ever smelled in your life. And he just starts <laughs> rubbing it all over his stomach and Ew. chest and arms. Hey, I'll take some of that durian oil. It smells like it'll fend off bears. Oh, yeah. I'll give you some durian oil. I'm just going to flick rucks on their forehead and then walk away. Hey, that oh, was that's... rude. Silver Powder is going to be there to meet you. Brody wants us to make sure that we know who's behind what's happened before the match. Uh, he did say specifically that we need to look at the first match. Bay and Lynn, you are purely focused on the match. You don't even hear the text message come through. But Rux and Irwin both got the text. And it says, Brody just arrived, meeting him at the parking garage. Can someone accompany me? Erwin's gonna go. Oh, we're separating? Yeah, Rex will look around to see who saw that. Um, I give you the peace sign, and then I say, uh, on my way, mate. Erwin makes their way backstage. A few minutes pass by. As Siri Pleasure looks like she has the championship in the bag, Rux, you get a text message. It's from Brody Streets. Five minutes away. See you guys soon. Huh? Oh my god. Oh fuck. As Siri Pleasure drops to the ground, winning the new championship, a loud bang erupts from the back room. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and like Joe Jonas, I've also shit myself at work. Huh. Yo, what? No, there's no follow-up for that. Okay. Hi, my name is Katie. I play Linspector Saint Hit, and I have had the good fortune of never shitting myself at work, and I hope to keep that streak up. Yeah, that just really threw me for a loop. Good job, Chris. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. My name's Brandel. I play Bay, and I think people that leave five-star Apple podcast reviews are sexy. Hey. <laughs> My name is Tisha, or Tisha if you prefer. And if I were a pink lady, I think I would like to imagine that I'm Cha-Cha to Gregorio, but I'm probably just Rizzo, Betty Rizzo. Are you, you the only be- person watching that show? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I haven't watched that show. I'm talking about the original Grease. I haven't watched. You, you, uh, okay. you don't want to be Sandra D. I don't want to be. Maybe I am Sandra D. 
Or maybe I am Frenchie. I would like to imagine that I'm Cha-Cha, right? The like badass Latina. I mean, obviously I'm not Latina, but mm-hmm. she's the badass Latina that does the dancing and stuff. And it's like really cool. And everybody's jealous but of you're her. Sa- <laughs> but you're Sandra D, and you wear leather pants and smoke cigarettes because you're... A poser. Living life. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I don't think Tish is lousy with virginity. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sounds like a medieval um, insult. <laughs> yeah. Hey there. I am um, I'm Jonathan. So women have really been into like men whimpering, and if it makes the, if it makes these men money, then I'm about to start doing the same. So um, here we go. Uh, was that good? Oh my god! Yeah, that was I so hot. Keep my headphones off. That was so animated of you. Wow. Be prepared. Look out for my uh, double platinum track of just me whimpering. Um, Wait, are you and your boyfriend open? <laughs> <laughs> Asking for a friend. How willing would you be to wear an anime pillow? Uh. <laughs> Stop! We can't. Okay, wait. I, I, I will sell my self as an anime body pillow. Please obsess over me, honey. Okay. Anime body onesie. Anime onesie with mask. <laughs> Bare feet. Oh my god. Okay. Hey, listeners, how much would you pay for you know an anime body pillow of the cast member? Yeah, that's the question this yeah, exactly. week. Exactly. Was... Uh, one bajillion dollars. <laughs> one bajillion dollars. Speaking of money, I want to thank our newest pickle patron. I know I normally do this during the mid-roll, but I'm fairly certain this person doesn't even listen to the show. So I'm just going to say thank you to my mother right now for supporting the show. Thank you, Mom, for just being supportive. That's uh, awesome. Uh, and sorry for all the stuff that I said in our pre-Goss minisodes. Uh, if you don't like it, don't listen. And I, I don't think I'm going to watch what I say on there. I've considered it. I've thought about it. It and uh, you know you just you're just gonna get some in-depth details in my life that I didn't want you to know about. Oh, I definitely have. Oh, I just thought of one. Hey, Mama, don't listen. Mama, just. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, I don't want to torture myself any further with that. I also want to talk to you about a one-shot that I appeared in. I appeared in an all-DM D&D one-shot hosted and DM'd by Nico over at A Fool's Quest. I play my beloved character, Fork, questing alongside Scott from the Dungeon Master's Dojo and James from Roll Britannia. It is as chaotic as you'd expect. It was a blast to play, and you should check it out at A Fool's Quest wherever you get your podcasts. I will add a link to our Discord and to this episode so that you can listen to that after you listen to us. But first, we have a question, and for that, I pass it to Katie. Our question is, is what kind of rich person hobby would you have? So, like, if you didn't have to worry about, you know, environmental impact or, you know, not having access to good teachers or not having proper equipment or a setup, what, mm-hmm. would, you, what would you do for a hobby? Drugs. <laughs> oh yes no actually no consequences yeah yeah that's yeah change my answer damn it that's a good <laughs> yeah i yeah if i like elite insurance you know care on the go like care at my beck and call yeah yeah i'm i'm experimenting honey okay and we're just gonna see how close i can just get to the edge you know um uh, without you know going over yeah. So yeah, I would just because <laughs> <laughs> like rich person rehab. There's a rehab where like you just go live in a house and there's like a live-in therapist and personal chef and personal trainer. And yeah. Like it's time to wake up. Time How to are talk you about your mental health. Yeah, exactly. There's a place in South America where you can 
go and they will take you on this hike through like the mountains and have you do like a site like psychedelics and it's, oh. it's very much like a cultural thing and yeah i think it, it would be cool to experience something like that absolutely oh yeah yeah and that's and then traveling to go do drugs in other countries yeah <laughs> traveling to do you know yeah. a drug food tour <laughs> we do not condone. Those are vice shows. Like they they exist. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Yes, we do not condone the use of drugs, illegal substances. Um, if I didn't have to worry about money, my what would you? What would, would you do? Be, I'd be a painter. I'd be like one of those. My ideal situation would be old school Renaissance, like kept boy who had a rich sponsor that fucking funded you money, Leonardo da Vinci style, and you just invented and crafted and painted and. Mm. Oh my god, what are they called? Uh, your uh, sponsor? Sponsor? Is that Patrons. what it's called? Patrons. Patrons. Yes. Thank you. That's, wha- that's why it's called Patreon. It's what kind dream. of art? Like, would you, like, what kind of style or would you experiment? Like, that's what I find really interesting. Um, I have found that I get into some weird shit. I have a sculpture in my apartment that's a large empty frame that I refurbished and then filled with tracks from old wigs. It's just, just full of hair. Cool. Oh, interesting. Because I was like, oh, yeah, like kept like, you know, like Renaissance, like the kind of like marble sculpture and shit. But yeah, cool. New materials. Oh, that's so interesting. Little side note. uh, Y'all know who Tchaikovsky is, wrote, you know, the Nutcracker. Mm, mm, mm. One of the girls, clearly gay. He had a sponsor, a patron, and her name was Nadeshda Von Mech. And I used to name like I loved her name so much that like everything... Like, every time I played a video game, it was an MMO, it was Nadezhda. Like, anyway, the reason why I loved her so much is because she knew that Tchaikovsky was one of the girls, and she, like, kept that shit under wraps. Like, she was like, baby, I got you. I'm not telling nobody your business. If you want to have some friends over, y'all want to do um what the girls do at that time, then y'all go ahead. And she was just like, yeah, like, she was a real-ass bitch. So, if you find a sponsor like that, Brandel, you know, hold on to them, because that means a lot for you. <laughs> what now, I? Hello, say something, Valentina. Hello. (laughs) If I were a rich person and could have a rich person hobby, I would probably be a writer and also Mm. like collect Mm. things because I'm I'm like, I really want to get into like collecting Pokemon cards and then I'll like collect some of them like this is too expensive and I never sell any of them. Yeah. But I would probably be a writer. What genre would you write? Um... Kind of post-apocalyptic, but mythic, maybe culty, kind of genre. What's giving very much? Uh, what is that? The movie, fucking the hair. The oh, hair. God. Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, uh, Hunger Games. Hunger Games. It's yeah. Would you do like something like Hunger Games? Probably uh, as like maybe a second series or something. But I'd like to write a series of a family who was in a cult and they kind of escaped the cult and <gasps> but it's Ooh. in like a post-apocalyptic setting that's i love that for you yeah cool i would i i would do dressage but with ostriches make those big birds <sighs> dance oh my god you quirky bitch i would love to ride some ostriches to like snoop dog can you even... quirky bitch. I like cardi b dressage with the birds can can you even are, is that something that is actually possible? Like, can I you actually? Think I, don't think, I don't think you're supposed to ride ostriches, honestly. I really don't to, think no. that you're supposed to ride ostriches, and you'd just be rich so that you could, 
you know, survive. But we're not worrying about like environmental impact or. I did say that. I did say that. So I'm I'm not giving a shit about these ostriches. Ride, bitch. Get stronger legs. (laughs) Dance, dance, (laughs) dance, bird, dance. (laughs) Whatever. The reality is that whatever hobby I would pick, I would get bored of in about a year and I'd have to switch to something else. So I think it would end up with bird dressage, but I'd run through some other things first. The true rich person hobby. (laughs) Getting bored and going to the next thing. Yeah. That is it. That's the rich like, person hobby. You chose something. Yeah. <laughs> you chose something so like wildly stupid, Chris, that only a rich person would have the means to do it. Right. Well, that's because rich people do do dressage. Like, like <laughs> do do. <laughs> dressage looks fun on its own, but think about it with a bird. Like, I'm proud of you, Christopher. Well, don't they <laughs> have you. that? Don't they have that um, wooden horse? Be rich. Like the horse head on a stick. They have that. That's a, a real competition. Yeah, it's hobby. Hobby horse. horse, I think. Mine would probably be like aquarium scaping. Oh. Yes. Oh, or like. Katie. That's a good one. Yeah. Like it's called aquascaping. There's lots of like fancy little mosses and plants and stuff that you can get. And there's always new little see-through glass and can get very expensive very quickly. <laughs> That's my doom scrolling videos. I love watching those. Love watching aquascaping, especially when it looks like a little like Thomas Kincaid picture, but then a, a fish lives there. Yeah. Or uh, like painted stained glass. So you know how like old churches and stuff have like that stained glass, but there's like painted fired on paint on them. But like fancy glass, like the reds that are really pretty are made with like gold literal gold that's how they get that color it can get very expensive very quickly especially because like if you cut something the wrong way you can't redo it that piece of glass is fucked you got to recut it cool let us know what you would do if you didn't have to worry about like time or money yeah this question will be up on discord after this episode airs so yeah let us know what your rich person hobby would be and it's gonna be it's gonna be riding a bird isn't it everyone because that's (laughs) or like a llama I wouldn't want to ride the llama, but I'd want the llama to dance. I want dancing llamas. That's my <laughs> Speaking of gold, you said gold. Speaking of gold, the gold has just changed hands in our wrestling event, and some other things have happened. Let's break down where we were in the story, because we left on a little cliffhanger. Yeah, so Silver Powder texted us being like, hey, Brody's here. He was running late. You know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. Come meet me in the parking garage. And so Erwin went to go, you know, meet Brody, blah, blah, blah. We didn't think anything of it. And then a couple of minutes later, we get a text from Brody directly saying, I'm going to be there soon. So that means that Silver Powder is a bad guy. He was lying about Brody showing up soon. And he was just trying to get one of us alone. And then, boom, there was a huge bang from the backstage. And then, boom, there was a bang. Yes. Boom. Bang. Bop. Yes. Hmm. But a bang. But a bing, but a boom. Then there was some spaghetti. <laughs> that is uh, exactly where we left off. You were watching a wrestling match, a four-way steel cage match, and you were keeping an eye on the turnbuckles. And for people that you thought would be suspicious, and when that happened, Irwin went back, and we're going to pick it up from there. So Siri Pleasure just dropped down from the steel cage, winning the belt and winning her match. When that happened, a big explosion happened backstage. Rux, Bay, and Lynn, you are out in the crowd near the wrestling ring. And you can see, along with the entire audience, on the screen, the big jumbo screen on the stage, 
a camera is shakily running towards the scene. You can see the parking garage has a limo parked in it. The back half is still lit ablaze from the explosion. And there is pink and silver glitter everywhere. What do you do? Uh, that, that is Brody's car, right? My friend, like, may we? Like that, we have to go, that, and that's where Erwin is. Oh my God. Someone stay here, keep an eye on the stuff, like on the ring, make sure that no, you know, this isn't a distraction, but uh, I think at least one of us should go check this out, or at least two. Two should go because Silver Powder got Erwin alone and we need to, there's explosion and the glitter. Damn, this is, I usually come in after the, you know, stuff happened, not when it is happening. Because we're all in different areas, right? Yeah, you are all in different corners. But we have like that ability to, like we have like little walkie-talkie stones. Yeah, why don't the three of you roll perception as well for me? And that way I can... Rux has already run towards the explosion. Okay. Um, unless you want me to roll perception to see if I noticed there was an explosion? No, 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 we're not noticing that. If you're doing that, then you're going, Rux. But roll perception for me, and I can tell you what the wrestlers in the ring are doing then. I got a six. I got a 24. Okay, Lynn, at least you see that like all eight wrestlers are running to the back, going up the ramp, going backstage, running towards it. Uh, so is the referee that was in the match. So now there's just no one at the ring. So it was a perfect time for someone to mess with it. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, um, I think that we should go check the explosion. Can I like tell Bay or Bay, are you okay to stay here by yourself? Sure. Uh, Bay, are you okay to just stay here? Make sure that nothing happened. I think that you can sit in the mid. I mean, we should not sit in the middle of the ring. Then we will be accused of tampering. But like, yeah, just- I, I will check the belt buckles or something. Yeah, yeah, just uh, this seems like the perfect distraction. I mean, we all could see it, and now everyone is gone. So if there is anyone to be tampering, this would be the perfect time to sneak in and loosen some bolts. But I think that we need to go check on, you know, our, no- uh, our, new, team- our, new-, our new teammate and, you know, why the explosion. This is just very, this has really, you know, flustered me, I think, this explosion. And Rux is already going, so I think I should go. I'm going to go run after Rux, who is running after Erwin, who, well, not running after Erwin, but running after the explosion. Okay. The two of you will make your way backstage, and it's a crowd of the wrestlers, the referees, security. Everyone's staring at this. Uh, Let's have Rux roll perception to see what you guys see in there. I'm going to let Lynn keep the same. Okay. Mm, 11. Okay. Is there anything that I can do to help? Uh, You can call out when you see something, I think. Mm-hmm. Rux is going to be staring specifically at the limo, I think, to start. Mm-hmm. The limo is parked near an exit. The front half seems to be okay for being near an explosion. The back half is almost completely cut in half. Uh, it looks like it, it exploded out from the limo, and there's a lot of blood viscera in the area. Lynn, oh. as you look over, there's about 20 feet from the limo on the ground is silver powder exploded does he look hurt silver powder looks hurt from where you're at can i tell who the viscera is uh you'd want to get closer for that if you want to go towards the scene absolutely but the car is still ablaze can rux run towards uh silver powder to pick him up yeah absolutely sorry i am going to one second one second so i have cure wounds I also have um locate object or person so if we need to find someone just give me a second. Glyph of warding. I'm just seeing if I have any like fire outer like 
dispel like is it the fire outer spell yeah yeah exactly exactly you know what i mean is this a magic can i you know try to detect magic does this look like a magic fire or does it just look like a car fire sure if you're using detect magic yeah um it's it's a car fire real fire okay so i'm gonna go uh, and now that you know that, Rux, as you approach Silver Powder, you see the damage is severe. Silver Powder is missing one of his legs, half of one of his arms, and is severely burnt. Okay. Do I see, and there's, do I assume, do I see, I'm looking for Erwin. Uh, do I see him anywhere? Uh, why don't we roll investigation? And Yeah, I'm looking for Erwin too. And how long did it take? We heard the explosion. How long did it take for us to run the, to the explosion? Probably took about six, seven minutes. Okay. Shh. Of course. I also scored like shit. Oops, I accidentally rolled investigation twice. The first one was seven. Yeah, and I got an eight for investigation. Okay. Uh, you see a lot, of, a lot of just blood and stuff then. You can't really see any uh, remnants of anyone aside from Silver Powder's body okay rux what rux is trying to do is pick up silver powder and like firemen carry him to a place that's a little bit more like that nobody's around that a whole bunch of people didn't run to is he able to do that yeah i'm sure that you can lift silver powder absolutely is is rux able to like run with silver powder away from the crowd yeah where where are you going what's your plan with him i want to take him to like an alley that's away from other people and like probably like i would rux would probably run like a block and a half away to an alley if that's possible as opposed to to, to, i mean there are emts in the building if you'd like to get a medical help Mm -hmm. i i have some uh healing spells that'll keep him alive at least okay um Sure, I will let you run out of the building with silver powder. All right. Rex runs out of the building with silver powder and like slaps him in the face to see if he's conscious. Is is he conscious? Barely. Uh he's hurt. Uh, hey. Silver powder, what happened here? Uh, 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 we were Erwin and I were going towards that limo. Why? And uh cuz Brody was there. I thought Brody was there. And Erwin opened the door, and then it was just light, boom, and fuck me. Who told fuck. you Brody was there? I got a text on my phone. Is his phone on him? Charred. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just a normal number, though, right? Uh, can I roll insight to see if he's telling me the truth? Yeah, go for it. All right, 19. Yeah, you believe him. You believe his story on what happened. Okay. Um, I'm going to use my uh, lay on hands to restore 45 health points. Actually, I'm oh, okay. going to restore 10 health points. <laughs> That's fine. We can flavor that to be like you put a tourniquet around his leg to help him not bleed out. Yeah, or like I use something really hot to cauterize his severed limbs yeah yeah let's do that uh perfect so at least there's i mean he's got limbs missing but at least he's not going to die from blood loss and he's got a few hit points to keep him alive uh for now oh great uh rux is thinking in their head 
well, dang. Uh, Brody Streets got hurt by the turnbuckle, right? Oh, no. Uh, Brody... Large production got hurt. Okay. But the match before Large Productions match was Mortician and Walking Stick and Silver Powder and Brody Streets. Correct. And Brody Streets ran over his own ankle. That's BJ Fashion. Damn it. Brody Streets. Oh, shit. Brody Streets is the brother. Okay. I, I keep thinking of Brody Rhodes. Brody Streets is who hired. Bro, no, yeah, Brody Streets is who hired you. Why would Brody Streets hire us to have us murdered? Uh, all right. Okay. Um, and, and Rux is going to pick up Silver Powder again in like more like a baby cradle. Okay. And say, all right, the, I got another question. Why would yeah. you take uh, my buddy Irwin with you? The Greek Brody Rhodes. Brody Streets. Sorry. I just didn't I didn't want to go alone in case it was a trap. Why you know, would that be a trap? Our team's been getting picked off. Our team's been getting picked off. Why, why would you think I'm not next? Okay, that's fair enough. Uh, but why would you think that there was a trap if it was sent from a text message sent from your own brother? I didn't say it was from my brother. I got a text from his driver. From his driver. And you know this driver? No. It's just that your ride is here. Your... Did it come? It came from just a random phone number that you didn't recognize. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's going to be okay, Dare Silver Powder. And Rux is like petting his hair. Does Silver Powder have hair? Sure. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be okay. Uh, All right. Um, as long as uh, you, as long as you're being honest with me. All right. Yeah. Because I'm pretty I sure. I feel my right leg. It's uh, okay. You're just uh, in, in shock a little bit. That happens. Okay. Um, all right. That's okay. Let's get you someplace safe. And Rux carries him to the EMTs. Okay. Going back to the arena then, yes? Yeah. Uh, Unnamed stadium. Um, As Rux is gone and comes back, I'm going to give Erwin, not Erwin, sorry. I'm going to give Lynn a little time to investigate. Uh, Especially, can you just give me one more investigation roll, Lynn? I was actually going to use my, I thought I knew this would happen for this. Is that okay? I'm trying to think how we can flavor that. Yeah, does it work? Because we can't reverse what's happened, but... Like, didn't, like, I knew that this... Didn't, like, I knew that this... No. Um, like, something bad was going to happen tonight. Like, I knew that something bad was going to happen tonight. And, like, I can take this in stride. This is the linchpin to, um, you know, solving things or making things make sense for me kind of thing. So what are you trying to gain by using it? I can imagine that Brody dying is really going to throw a wrench into everyone's plan. And the I, Katie, cannot understand what the glitter is for. And I feel really dumb. But, like, there are obviously clues where some, like, there is, like, a calling card or is, like, there a calling card or something for this explosion. Like, I know who did this. I know why they did this. Okay. Like, let's let's, does that make let's sense? do some specific. Yeah. Okay. 
I think we can do I knew this. If you want to use your I knew this would happen, we can use it as in I'll give you the investigation of the of the room as in like now you figured out how this happened. Does that work? Does ever, yeah, because I imagine the case is almost over and this is a pretty big event. I can't imagine that this. Yes. Not, well, I can't. I, I can imagine that it could come in useful later, but it's there to be used, baby. You know what I mean? Let's do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So here's what I'm going to give you with this then. I'm going to have Lynn take the time while Rux is checking on Silver Powder and questioning him. Lynn is going to start looking around. You notice that there was a trap set in the limo. And yep. there was obviously a bomb that went off in there. Triggered by him opening the door, right? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you know this through investigating. Rux knows this through questioning. You guys can kind of talk this out to corroborate then. Mm-hmm. Um, the pink and silver glitter, you remember that Erwin just got that hidden weapon of a frying pan with pink and silver glitter on it. <sighs> that yes. left a trail everywhere. Yeah. Other thing you notice is as you get closer to the vehicle, you see Irwin's hat. And it still has pieces of hair and blood and viscera on it. Mm, inside Ooh. or outside? Uh, on the inside of the hat. You can kind of see little pieces of what's left of Irwin. Unfortunately, Irwin didn't make it. Uh, another character, Jonathan? Was this planned? Yeah, it was fucking planned. See ya. You want to just take a break, Jonathan? Want to go home now? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm writing dead in big capital letters. (laughs) Exclamation mark, question mark, question mark? It's the beginning of recording. (laughs) It's seven o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Could you have killed me so I could go have lunch? Uh, (laughs) We got another episode. Don't worry. I hope that Erwin comes back Terminator style with his metal skeleton. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Do you really, Katie? Do you really? Erwin, of all the characters Jonathan has had, Erwin's the one you want to come back with a medical metal skeleton? Uh, With a medical skull? I realized by now, I have a special place in my heart for every single character that Jonathan creates. Jonathan didn't even create this one. I don't care. Jonathan. Chris and Jonathan should never procreate again. (laughs) (laughs) Ew, I'm wheezing That's Um, fair Yeah, yeah, Erwin's dead, y'all Yup You don't seem upset or shocked Which makes me think this was planned A little bit It it was all planned (laughs) Yeah, yeah Yeah, I will say, I knew immediately As soon as Erwin got introduced (laughs) That this was a fucking throwaway character Because I said no, Jonathan, you said you were going to play a fucking night skin. This isn't a night skin. It's a Githrassi. And then I saw the art for Erwin, and I'm like, dude, that's like <laughs> Lindsay spending like five minutes on a character. There's no way she would have like Ooh. given that to us for, you know, the money that we pay her. <laughs> okay. well, that, also, hang on, that one might be a... <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay and Tisha sent me two very different messages, because Lindsay did know about Erwin's death before Tisha. And Lindsay sent me like, uh, Lindsay was like, I'm going to try and keep it from her. And it ended up being like, 
Chris, I'm so sorry. Tisha like cornered me with a question and she tricked me and I just, I didn't know what to do. And the message I got from Tisha is, you thought you could keep something something from me, you bitch. That could never happen. I'm so smart and better than everyone. You solved a puzzle that wasn't even a puzzle. I know. That's exactly what I fucking said too. How is she solving this puzzle and nothing else? Does that count as a case? Do we level up? <laughs> well, you know, you have to figure out who killed Erwin. Yeah, yeah, now Erwin's another I'm uh, right with it. casualty in this. <laughs> we haven't really known him. We, no one's paying us for this. As, uh, as Rux rushes back in with silver powder, the EMTs arrive. Rux will pass silver powder off, and uh, Brody is also going to arrive in a different car. Uh, run in and go, what the, what the fuck happened? What is going on? Silver, are you okay? Uh... Guys, what the fuck is going on? Uh, referee will come in and try and disperse the uh, crowd of wrestlers and everything and just say, look, everyone, I know this is awful and we're going to have to get on this, but I need to continue the show. So I need Pal Penis and Lil Dom Poppy and one referee out in the match to get this started and distract the fans while we get this cleaned up and investigated. Everyone just go back to your uh, locker rooms. Uh, just stay in place. Uh, authorities will be called. Just, just... Everyone stay back. We don't know what this is yet, but we need to put out a fire, okay? Just go to your locker rooms. Go. Rux will be kind of by the door and um, hopefully is, I don't know if Bay or Lynn are by them, by Rux. Bay's down at the ring checking out turnbuckles. Mm. Yeah, Bay is looking at a ring that has not done anything yet. Watch, Bay is going to get to watch the ejaculate on a pole match soon. They're kind of hopping around on it like a trampoline. Okay. Uh, Rux is going to send a message through that stone thing that they have to talk to each other and say, Hey, I'm going to question this Brody dude. If you want to uh, be included, come meet me at this door. And then Rux is going to look at Brody Roads, Brody Streets, and say, mm. Hey, you, come here. And like, yeah, uh. do the finger thing. That means come here. Okay, yeah. All right, Silver Potter, you're in good hands, buddy. Just hang in there. Fuck. All right, uh, did you want to go in our locker room? Or do you want to talk? No, um, he, Rux will open the door to outside. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. We'll go outside. What's, what's up? Is Lynn, what? did Lynn join or Bay? Yeah, guys, I think that Erwin died <laughs> there. He is this, I mean, I don't know if the employee life insurance policy kicks in like this. I don't think I've had a death this early on the job. That's awful. I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, so there was another attack, obviously. So someone is trying to get rid of my team. Uh, trying. They, they literally oh. <laughs> blew up, blew up uh, our, our teammate. Okay, our teammate. Part of the company that you hired. I hope you have insurance, buddy. First off. Uh, second, you need to tell me what's, what exactly is going on here. Uh, surely you know more than you're letting on. Because we didn't come into this thinking that uh, we were going to lose our lives. No, I didn't expect anything to be this bad. I've told you everything I know about what's happened. You knew my team is being picked off. Okay, your and- team wasn't picked off, okay? Your team got hurt. They weren't, like, oh. taken out back and taken care of, you know. Okay? But now we're out back, and now I'm trying to take care of this. 
Well, it feels like each attack on my team has been a little bit more uh, obvious in public, no? I don't know. The I mean, last attack was uh, was uh, BJ Fashion that ran over his own foot. So I don't know how big in public that was. Well, no, but this uh, bomb during a paid live event is pretty big. And um, um, turnbuckle breaking is pretty big. I mean, I just... What am I hiring you guys for? I thought you guys were looking into this. Why are you questioning me? Uh, at that point, with that, um, can I roll to grapple, Brody? Yeah, absolutely. S- strength on strength. Yeah. Oh my god. Does Lynn notice Rux going for? 13? 18. Woof. Wow. Okay. You have Brody grappled. What the fuck? Yeah, and it's mostly Yo, me just... It. It's mostly Rex just pushing him up against a wall and lifting him off the ground. Okay. <laughs> you guys, oh my god. We, you know, I should not have to say this, but please do not manhandle the clients. Sir, I understand that you are upset, but like, this was, you know, small accident and not like, you know, my fucking employee is dead. You know how long it takes to get another person to work for a detective agency in this city? My brother is missing two of his limbs. Yeah, and guess who, uh, guess who stopped the bleeding? Us? It was me. Okay, well, thank you for that. Why are you holding me up on a wall? You see that blood and guts? Because we got some questions for you. All right, listen, you're out there promoting this big show. You're out there trying to make money on all this. And then all of a sudden, like, more and more people keep getting hurt, raising the tension, selling more tickets to see, like, people die, apparently, at this point. That's what I'm seeing. But obviously, I am very emotional at this point because you killed, and and I get it. Like, you know, he wasn't part of the family for that long, but he's part of the family. And now he's dead. I didn't kill anyone. You were in that ring. You were in that ring right before Big Show, large production, got hurt on that turnbuckle. Okay? You, mortician, walking stick, and silver powder. And you're the only one on your team that hasn't got hurt. So you think I hired you to look into the t- my team getting hurt that I'm hurting? No, I think that you know more than you're letting on. Why didn't you show up until now? Why did your driver text your brother that uh, you were arriving and then it wasn't you? It was a fucking bomb. Okay, that's the first I heard of the bomb and a text message from my driver. And I came late because my wife told me that we're having twins and I was spending time with her. We just found out. Silver Powder doesn't even know yet. Well, you're lucky he's gonna get the no. Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously. I... Okay. Uh, Rux just throws him on the ground. He's Rux, Rux is pretty, like, pissed off about the whole situation. Sure. And very, and very emotional, and that's how their questions are going to go. So if, Lynn, you want to step in. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I am just feeling very ill-prepared to investigate and be brain. Um, I am going to... Be brain. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to read thoughts. So... Okay. Uh... Oh. I am just, as an action, I can use Channel Divinity to yes. choose one creature that I can see within 60 feet. You need to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. And I'm going to use it on Brody. Ooh, eight. Yeah, so I can 
read its surface thoughts while I'm within 60 feet of them for one minute. So during that time, I can also cast a suggestion as an action and they will follow it. So is he telling the truth? Because Tisha raises, sorry, Rex raised a very good point when they said, it's easy to be like, I was trying to help my team, blah, 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 blah. But everyone on your team, like, yeah, he blew his own brother's legs off if this is what is happening. But you know what I mean? Like, he shouldn't have been there, that kind of stuff. Is he telling the truth when he says, I'm not part of this? What the fuck? He doesn't have any more additional information on what's going on. Sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Initial thoughts of Brody are sadness and concern for his brother and genuine questioning as to what the hell's going on. He's told you everything that he knows. Uh, He is just as in shock as you guys are about this. And there's nothing strange that has happened. Like, no weird coincidences. Like... There's nothing in his in his brain right now. Well, it is just surface thoughts, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, okay, just to make sure, we promise this is just you know very adrenaline filled. We just lost a coworker. Your brother is very injured. I will see what I can do to help him as well. Um, but you, yes, there is nothing else that has raised your suspicion over the last couple of days. No strange calls. No strange communication. People acting strangely. Congratulations on your children, by the way. Uh, we always need more Thank young, you. f- fresh blood in the world. Uh, but there is nothing else that you can think of. No, I mean, I uh, no. Aside from DDD was talking shit online about me for not being here earlier, but I don't think that was. Fuck, no, that's it. DDD was was talking shit online. I don't know if that's relevant. Well, I mean, yeah. Large Production and DDD were in the ring together when Large Production got hurt. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was, you're right. Fuck. I mean, we, I, I think, Chris, uh, we, watch, we re-watched those, those um, episodes and we didn't see, like, the live things or whatever of the matches and we didn't see anything weird happening. Right. You didn't see, any, you didn't see anything specific weird happening, though. But there's also, like, not a camera directly on uh, one turnbuckle the whole time. You know, there's cameras that move and shit. Yeah. But, tracking people more likely. But you saw, you know, six different wrestlers approach that same turnbuckle and one of them ended up getting hurt on it. So, yeah. Lynn is going to turn to Rux um, and he's going to say like, uh, okay, okay, I'd, uh, I can, you know, read this guy's stuff. Thank you, Spell. Um, makes things a lot easier. Uh, he doesn't know anything else. So can you please let him go? Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Rux, if they haven't already dropped um, Thank you. Brody. To the ground. All right. Look, we I... just we have had clients hire us to you know take cast suspicion off themselves and sure. Sometimes we just have to be careful. We are very sorry. You're in a, a business that's dangerous. I get it, and I I like the the aggression you've got, Rox. I think you're going to be great wrestling tonight. I have to find a new person for the match because if I don't have five people on my team, we get disqualified. Okay. I'm going to work on that. You guys are going to do your job and figure out who's doing this, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I will head to our dressing room. Uh, just meet me there whenever you need me, okay? Okay. Uh, I can still uh, hear you. Uh, and I'm just going to... 
uh, just uh, give me a shout for like the next couple of seconds. If you need anything, I can hear you if you are close by. Okay. okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and Brody will walk back inside and go into his dressing room. There was no like signature. There was no like, you know, nope. signature way that little bomb was built nope. that would I have identified. Oh, damn it. Okay. Nope. Uh, who I hate. Who did we see um, in the arena when that when that bomb ended up going off? Did we see anybody? Do we remember seeing specific wrestlers? When the bomb went off, there were four wrestlers at the ring. Oh my god, wait, I know this one. And by I know this one, I mean I'm going to scroll up in our notes. Love that. Oh man, we talk a lot, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the people in the match were... No, those are teams. Cage. Yeah, there was a cage match, but who was in the cage match? Oh, It was ladies. Um... Yes, but each one of them had somebody watching them. Yeah, they all had a partner. Well, maybe it's not in the notes. I'll tell you that then. Oh, it's Priyanka I think hypothesis was mine. Yeah, so Chevrolet Cortez. I think the four watching were morticians, no? There was two and two. Two from each team. Oh. So Chevrolet Cortez, Hypothesis, Huge D, and Steph Collins were all at ringside when the bomb went off. Okay, so... Did they all seem surprised when the bomb went off? Yes. Everyone in the arena kind of went, <clears throat> when it happened. It seemed like a shock to everyone in the ring and everyone in the audience. So that list that Katie wrote, that's who was there? Um, Close. Beyonce was not there, unfortunately. It would have been a great show if Beyonce was. Yeah, it would have been a great show, yeah. So Priyanka Sherman Oaks, who were they with again? Priyanka was with Chevrolet Cortez. Siri Pleasure was with Hypothesis. And then Huge D was with Nost, uh, Natasha Credit Union. And then Steph Collins and the Irish Last Liquor. And Hypothesis, who was my person I was watching, was watching the lady wrestler that won. So yes. I'm the best. Yep, that's how that goes. Um, so at this point, you know those four were there. Uh when the bomb went off. And Lynn, something else from your investigation, you know that the front of the limo was warm, so it was recently driven in by somebody. Okay. So it was only when the back door was opened, not when the back door was closed. Mm-hmm. So driven to the location. And where's the driver? That we don't know. Oh. You've got some questioning to do. Yes, we do. So driven to location and only activated. And was the bomb trigger, was it like remote controlled or was it like when the door opens, like the mechanical action of the door opening after it's been triggered is what happens? From your investigation and from what Silver Powder said to Rux, it's going to be when the door opened. You both can okay. kind of agree on that. Okay. It was only activated when mechanically triggered. And I think... Bay, at this point, you're watching this ejaculate on a pole match. You also know now that both men have been greased up, so has the pole. Nice. Uh, so it's just, it's a slippery little mess in that ring right now. But Ooh, no, one, no one's messing with anything, at least. You know who else is a slippery little mess? Oh, no. Uh-oh. Who? I didn't have an answer. How's the match going? Who's in this? Uh, Pal Penis and Lil Dom Poppy. Do either one of them look like they recently put together a bomb? No. <laughs> no, because they had to get all greased up. 
before the Do mask. I smell? I, oh, I can't smell. You Never can't mind. smell. Uh, no, I Forget think I at this point, Bay, you realize that the ring is not something you need to pay attention to anymore. Okay. Should I leave? Yeah, why don't you join your friends? Okay, I'm going to go join my friends. Thank you. <laughs> Locate creature. You use that on her when it's going to be like all over. All over. Yeah, oh, and the problem no. is, is I can't use it on the driver because it's a creature that is familiar to me. Mm. Um. So here's what you know right now. You referee has sent everybody back to their dressing rooms. Uh, you know each team for the final five Brovivor series match has their own locker room. Uh, and you can choose which locker room you'd like to go into first. And referee was in the... In the first match with Priyanka Sherman Oaks in that cage match, right? Yes, referee was part of that one. So he was also out there. And that had started before the text message went to, before um, Silver Powder sent us the message, hey, will somebody accompany me? Correct. Correct. So you've got, let's see, you learned everything you can from the accident, from the explosion. You've got Ron Wiener's dressing room and or Ron Wiener's locker. I need to stop calling it a dressing room like it's a fucking play. Ron Wiener's locker room and Mortician's locker room. And there are going to have each one of those teams on there. And those names are in our in-game notes in case there's anyone specific you want to go talk to. Right. So Mortician, Walking Stick, Italian Saddle are possible, are possible um, suspects. And Ronwina, Puzzle, and DDD are possible suspects. That is a very fair assumption right now. Yay. Uh, Bay, at this point, you've joined your team, and you've just been informed that Erwin is dead. Oh, gross. Oh, now, now you see it. Why uh, That frying pan is company policy. Wait, property. <laughs> Uh, you know, the, you know, this, uh, I think that, you know, after this case, I think that we should maybe take a couple days off. <laughs> uh, this has been a very intense last couple of weeks, I think, for all of us. Um. Yeah, that dude has so much more growing to do. And he, that got cut short. He got exploded. Okay. So, or, yeah, he got cut yeah. short very violently. Yeah. Where would you like to investigate next? You guys pick for me. Okay, I want to um, either see if there are security cameras that we can look to see if we can find the driver. Because once I get familiar with him, I can locate creature. Or two. Okay, so I'm actually going to say this in character. I don't know why I'm saying it out of character. Okay, so this is my two possible plans. Okay, so first of all, we see if there are any security camera or, you know, security room where we can see where the fuck the driver went. Because we don't know where he is. Uh, and this car, the car was warm. Like He was driven here, and the act of opening the back door is what triggered the explosion. But for him to get into the car, the door had to be opened and closed without the explosion. So I think that the driver knows something, because the driver is no longer here, and, you know, the front of the car is not exploded, so where the fuck is he? Or two, we try to, you know, find the... We tried to find the phone records of who texted, uh, who texted a silver powder, and then we tried to contact that number, triangulate or whatever, to also locate the driver. These are both two methods to find a driver. Okay, and also, 
Also, um, Mortician and Walking Stick were in the match before the turnbuckle broke, and DDD was in the match when the turnbuckle broke. So I think those are our three main suspects, um, but also with the Ron Wiener, Buzzle, Italian, and Italian Saddle as like secondary suspects. So if we go uh, in the Mortician's dressing damn it, now I'm saying dressing room, locker room, and go look in the Mortician and Walking Sticks uh, private locker room? Just that room, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that could be a place to start. I'll agree. The three of you are heading into Mortician's locker room. Yeah. Then we will have you enter. Are you knocking or are you just walking in? Your call. I guess just walking in is a, it's a locker room. Sure. Um, I mean, so he could be naked. So <laughs> it's a locker room. You expect naked people in a locker room. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, why do you think we're going in? That's why we're busting in. I cast knock. <laughs> um, great. You go into Mortician's locker room. Inside, you see three wrestlers. Mortician, walking stick, and Italian saddle. You want me to take this, Lynn, or Bay, or? Uh, Okay. So, can you just, sorry, repeat that really slowly for me? My brain is, like, offline this morning. Sure. Um, so, basically, um, the people that weren't in the matches that could have possibly been, like, sent the text message or been the driver uh, mm-hmm. are Mortician, oh, sorry, Ron Wiener, Puzzle, DDD, Mort- Mortician, Walking Stick, Italian Saddle. But... Mortician and Walking Stick were in the match before Big Show's, whoops, what's his name? Large Production. Mm-hmm. Before Large Production's turnbuckle broke. So, and that was like a four-person match, so the camera might not have caught one of them messing with the turnbuckle before the mm-hmm. end. And also DDD was in the match that the turnbuckle broke, but it was a 1v1 match. So it would be harder for DDD to like mess with the turnbuckle in in my head. So mm-hmm. my main suspects are Mortician and Walking Stick. Why is BJ Handjob not on this list of suspects? Uh, because he's he hasn't been anywhere near the the no, not no name stadium, whatever it's called. Unnamed stadium, yeah. And he wasn't in the match before. The turnbuckle broke or during the turnbuckle breaking. It was Brody Streets and Silver Powder versus Mortician and Walking Stick. Silver Powder just got his limbs blown off and Rux questioned them. And we just read Brody Streets' mind and he really doesn't know what's going on. So that's why I'm more on Mortician and Walking Stick. Really? But I could be wrong. I could be chasing up the wrong three there. Well, we started the episode thinking it was silver powder, so you got to shift theories as, as new clues come up. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, great. Then we're going to start questioning Mortician, Walking Stick, or Italian Saddle. I'll let you pick who you want to investigate on the next episode of Roll Gay Roleplay. Uh, guess us uh, every time, but thank you for explaining. Thank you for explaining, Tisha. And now we can actually take some time to talk about what you guys want to do in the next episode because it's going to be a very investigative investigative episode. Uh, It's going to be a thinking episode. Until then, uh, I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on all social media except for Twitter at ChrisDrinksLemonade. I'm Tisha. You can find me on Instagram at the number one Tish, the number one.
I'm Brandel, and you can find me in the Apple Podcast Review section. Ooh. <laughs> Hi, my name is Katie, and you can find my wish list on Amazon.ca. Oh. Uh. You want to say bye, Jonathan, or you just want to act like you're not here? Act. Jonathan's dead. Yeah, we might have just—I might have actually given Jonathan some time off on accident. Yeah, Jonathan's playing Diablo. Yeah, Jonathan wants to go yeah. get coffee. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Jonathan was Irwin, and he'll not be back next time. At least Irwin won't be All back. Right. See everybody. Bye. 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 An RGRP LLC production. Music by Joe Barsanti. <laughs>